everybody, welcome back to another Batman News Weekly. This is episode 108 in year three. And man, oh man, <sighs> we got some stuff to talk about when it comes to Titans. Because oh my god, fuck <laughs> that show. But we are going to be diving into that in a little bit after we get through this entertainment news. I just woke up from a fucking nap. Clay just got a shot because he likes to step on rusty things. I, I mean... For one, I am so glad that I kept those work shoes from the job that we both worked at. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they were free 99 because yeah. our job freaking paid for everything. But like the palette that my work uses as like a patio is so stupid. It's rotting. It's like mm -hmm. like they have now told me, hey, when you get the chance, destroy it since you got your foot, you know, freaking stabbed or whatever. Mm hmm. And like it, like <laughs> I don't even know how the screw was even facing upward because yeah. all the other ones are facing downward. So when I get like when I felt it, I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And then this like huge piece of wood is just hanging from my shoe. Yeah, I take a photo. To Did you do my... the hopping on one leg thing where you're like, ah, ah? <laughs> well, like for a little bit, I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah. And so like I I text a photo to. Uh, my bot, like my direct boss, yeah, and she's pretty cool. You know, we joke around all the time. We send each other shit on TikTok all the time. I send one to like my podcast friends, and then I send one to Abby. And I'm like, well, does it like is this supposed to be a Monday or what? And my boss calls me. It was like, hey, when was your last tetanus shot? I was like, um, I mean, 2014, maybe, maybe 2015. And she's like, okay, I'll get back to you. And then, like, 15 minutes later, she calls and, like, is almost, like, hyperventilating. She's like, you need to go get a techno shot right now. And I was <laughs> like, uh, okay. And I was really, I was kind of pissed because I was actually having a really productive morning. I was getting <laughs> shit done yeah. um, faster than I usually do throughout the week. And nobody in their freaking mother, well, I mean, it's the clinics are yeah. all freaking booked because the third booster has been approved um, and CVS only does stuff by appointment. And the earliest appointment was like freaking three o'clock. So like I even, I had to get permission from HR. Hey, if I promise to get the shot, can I go to work and then go get the shot later? They're like, yeah, I guess you can do that. Just remember to, uh, here's worker. I'll send you the workers comp information and then send us the, uh, the actual info on like whatever receipt or whatever, and you'll get reimbursed. They were going to well. give you workers comp immediately. Yeah. Damn. Our old job would have had an investigation. They would oh, have yeah, no, like, like on my phone. Like I, I still, I still haven't even freaking, uh, filled out the questionnaire. Like I mm -hmm. still need to fill everything out, but like, yeah, they're they're already like oh like here you go here you go i'm like fuck That's yeah nice. like how much cool. how much am i gonna get you know <laughs> shit fuck well that's better than nothing but yeah so he's had a morning um i've just been i've putting out content today i felt kind of a little weird today i don't know why i was like so clay can can't really see it but uh i'm gonna have a video out later this week of this. I am so <laughs> jealous, dude. When dude, you sent me that photo, it. when oh, you yeah. <laughs> like, I love the fact that you you sent me the photo, and then you sent me the best gif in the world because I could I could literally hear that gif in my head. <laughs> it's finally here. Yeah. 
So it was funny. After last week's, this was like, I want to say within 30 minutes of recording last week's podcast because we yeah. recorded on a Saturday because we I just had to keep delaying the podcast. So we record this podcast. And man, I hear something going on outside and like my family's not here because they're on vacation. And I went outside. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I just see this guy delivering these massive boxes. And I was like, oh, shit, did my family like fucking order a dishwasher or something? I was like, what the fuck is this? And then I look and it has like Prime One Studio on the side. And I was like, oh, I was like, these are mine. <laughs> and um fucking the guy, I was like, do I need a sign for you? He's like, nope, you're good. And I was like, all right. So I fucking bring these in. And then it is these, it is the Batman Hush statue from Prime One Studio. And I bought this thing. I put in to buy this thing before I quit my old job. So that was back in November. And I'm just <laughs> I just remember the this. conversations we had. Yeah. Uh, dude, do you think, we'll, like, sh- should we do it? Nah, I'm not going to do it. I might do it. Nah, it's like a lot of money. And if we leave, we're not going to have money to, like, spend on it. I'm going to do it. fuck clay i did it oh no what's gonna happen oh shit it actually went through (laughs) yeah yeah because i what i told myself was like i'll put in a bid for the because the one i bought was the limited edition like there's only like oh that's right that was the big thing that was the big thing is like you were like oh there's no way that i'll actually get in yeah because it was a wait list it was already wait listed (laughs) and i was just like thinking about it because covid was already a thing and the wait list like I had been on the wait list for a while, I think at that point. And then it, I think that's what happened. I think that's the exact thing. I was on the wait list forever. And right before I was going to quit that job, I got onto the wait list. Like I was like, Oh, I was like, well, I got to put out a payment. Like, oh, oh, fuck it. I did it. And I was like, Oh shit. Um, so yeah. Anyways, I'll have a video out. I'll probably be posting that video on this channel since this is more a Batman thing nowadays. So you guys can definitely, if you're subscribed to the a YouTube channel, Batman News Weekly, see that video in the future. It's taking a little while to edit because I'm editing a bunch of other things. But it is, fuck, man. Talk about a motivation thing. I, when I see that statue when I walk in, I'm just like, I should be working out more. Because, like, this Batman's <laughs> fucking ripped. And so I'll, like, do my weights in front of it. I'm like, yeah. But uh, it's it's supposed to be a motivation piece, and it's already doing that. So uh, it, that was pretty crazy. But moving on to the Batman Entertainment news we got going on. It seems like uh, something that I feel like didn't get a lot of talk, but the Batman sequel has been greenlit. So... Which, like, is and is not a surprise. For one, like, the movie isn't officially out yet, but on another hand, we've been getting every fucking spinoff from this movie, you know, and I feel like it's something that we should have seen coming. Yeah, a I, friend mean, I don't of my, think anybody thought that we wouldn't get a second one. You well, know what I mean? and, and that's and that's the thing. Well, my friend was like, oh, as soon as I saw the first trailer, I was so excited for the sequel. And I'm like, what? He's what? like, what? He was like, I can't oh. wait for the trilogy after that first trailer. <laughs> what? <laughs> and that's I was just like, random as shit. I know. And I was like, you, you got like, I'm sorry. I understand that there are good movies out there. Yeah. But again, not every movie needs a sequel, needs a trilogy, a la what we think of the Joker. So, like, yeah. for me, I have to wait and see, like, yes, do I think this Batman movie is going to be good? Yes. Do I think that it should get a sequel? I don't know until I watch it. Now, of course, there is going to be a sequel out there, so now I can expect one, of yeah. course. But 
as far as my enthusiasm towards that sequel is all going to depend on what I see, not necessarily what the hype is around it, you know? Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I am under the expectation nowadays that you don't make a Batman movie unless it's going to be a trilogy. Like, that's just kind of how it is for me. Like, I grew up watching the other ones, and there was four of those, not by the same director, but there was four of them. And then we got the Nolan stuff after a long break. That was automatically a trilogy over time. Although Nolan was like, well, I don't know if I'm going to do all three. And I was like, fuck out of here, dude. Um, (laughs) And then, you know, now Reeves, like, before Reeves even signed on, they were saying it was going to be a trilogy. Yeah. So, like, I'm always under that impression. I mean, had Zack Snyder had his way, he would have got a ba- he would have done his own Batman movie. So like we would have probably got a yeah. trilogy out of that. You know what I mean? And um, so, you know, it is what it is. But yeah, that has been greenlit. I some people were saying that counted as the second spinoff part of the news that we heard a while back that there was going to be another spinoff. I was like, that doesn't technically the, the, a spinoff. The, se- the sequel yeah. isn't a spinoff. Yeah. So I was like, that sounds that's pretty stupid. Um, so there's that news. Then um, we got so you just told me about this something about James Gunn uh, that he delivered yeah, a tweet so, or something. So James Gunn, I think it was like shoot, what's today? Uh, today is technically Thursday. I would say sometime last weekend, actually. Oh right. Um, yeah, you know, Gunn. We we have known this for quite some time. Gunn is somebody who is very very interactive with his fan base over at Instagram on Twitter. Everything else, he does Q&As, all sorts of stuff. I don't know where the answer came from, mm-hmm. but he was answering somebody's question, and he did confirm that he is working on another DC project that is not Suicide Squad and Peace Peacemaker. Mm-hmm. So it is a third DC project, and... I tried to look for the tweet everywhere. There yeah. is screenshots, but he has since deleted the tweet. Okay. Yeah, so um, uh, we had this discussion on the podcast before, what we think it would be. We think it's something random-ass like Metal Men. Like, because yeah, he we- loves those obscure, uh, obscure, whatever, fucking titles. Yeah. Metal Men, Challengers of the Unknown. Like, I think it's something way out there. Yeah. Uh there are a lot of people that are on the fence with the idea of him possibly doing a Gotham city sirens. Is that because David Ayer was supposed to do it or what? I think so. I think Mm -hmm. that it's the assumption like, Oh, he worked on suicide squad. So he either needs to make a suicide squad sequel or do a Gotham city sirens, which I, you know, I made, I made the argument of, you know, Kathy Ann doing Gotham city sirens for the fact Mm -hmm. that like, you know, she, you know, didn't really necessarily get her chance to do the film that she wanted to do in yeah. uh, the Harley Quinn movie. But I like, even if she doesn't get it, I do think that maybe it would be smarter to have a female director mm-hmm. to do that movie. But I don't know. Like, I, I, yeah, I don't how, know. How do, you, because, how do you feel about it? So here's the thing, right? The female director thing, I think it sometimes is, is, is teetering that line that we complain about a lot of the pandering, right? Just because it stars females doesn't mean it needs to be directed by a female. You know what I mean? But that also goes, I think, for men. Like, just yes. because something's directed by or stars men doesn't mean it shouldn't be a female director. You know what I mean? Like, I've always, I've always fought for maybe Jenkins doing a Justice League. I'd be down with that. I think I'd think she'd do a great job. 
Although some people are saying James Gunn might be doing Justice League. So we don't know. But I, the reason why I would love James Gunn to do uh, Gotham City Sirens is because he, he's, like, he pays so much respect to costumes. And yeah. I want those women to have comic book accurate costumes. And especially because I just have a feeling somebody is going to shit all over Poison Ivy. And I do not want somebody to shit on Poison Ivy. Because the only Ivy we've gotten in live action is fucking Uma Thurman. And I'm not going to lie, that's classic. And I like it even for the campiness. I mean, but technically, no. I mean, movies, yes. But yeah. we got in Poison Ivy in, in your favorite show. Uh Oh, yeah, well, yeah. the second one was hot. The other two are okay. Well, the golden glider chick that played her. I just, yeah. let's not talk about Gotham. Fuck that. Um, but I have too much to say about that show. Anyways, yes, we have gotten Poison Ivy there, but she wasn't done well. That's what yes, I can say. Yes, yes. So, um, and then, like I said, Uma Thurman was in a very campy movie, and uh, I was totally okay with that for what it was. But I want Ivy done well, and I think James Gunn could handle that. And I also think, and the reason why I'm not so hung up on like it needs to be a female director is because I think if you give Margot Robbie a, like a high executive producer role and she has some say-so in the movie, but James Gunn is like king on that, I think it's fine. Like if she's like, no, this is too objectifying, we're not going to do it. And he's like, totally cool. Like we yeah. won't do it. You know, I think that's totally fine. But um, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I've... I do want more women in the industry. I do want all that kind of shit, but I just don't think it's necessary when it comes to these superhero movies because, and and I mentioned this when we talked about fucking Birds of Prey, but like Kathy Yan's movie wasn't great. Like yeah. not the first time we saw it. And I just don't, I don't know. I think you just get good people to do the job. But if it's, if you're just picking men, cause you think men only do a good job. That's bullshit. Like yeah. we're seeing that cat. I mean, Jenkins did a fucking great job. The one thing I will say is it does seem like they love their female writers, though, because yeah. we're getting a lot of females to write these movies. So yeah, same with uh, Marvel recently. Marvel has been I've noticed a lot of the Disney Plus is mm -hmm. majority uh, female writers. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, maybe it's going to take a little bit more time for them to get into the director's chair. And don't forget that we have Amazon, uh, Amazon, um, fucking Zatanna is still open for a director, which the woman who is writing it is a director. So yeah. she could easily swoop that up. And I think that's great. Uh, because if I'm not mistaken, Kathy Yan didn't write her movie. It was by, what's her no, face, right? No, it was by uh, Hudson, so, Christina Hudson. Yeah, so I, I prefer the writer-director combo when it comes to stuff like that. So we'll see, man. But I'm not, I'm not big on that anymore like I was. But at this point, I'm just like, give me somebody who's going to do a fucking good job. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I don't want to take a chance on somebody new, although we kind of talk about that every once in a while in the comic world. We're like, dude, give them some new writers. But that's not a billion dollar project or a million dollar project. You know what I that mean? That is true. Yeah. And um, because I think every time you make a bad superhero movie, it just hurts the long in the long run. So I'm just like, give us some people that are fucking going to produce something badass. Um, and we'll see. I mean, who knows? We might get a shitload of new female directors with this, uh, with fandom, you know, coming out with any announcements. We don't know yet. So that is, that is true. Uh, but well, speaking of fandom, 
Uh, yeah. We got a little trailer. It was just one of those fancy trailers with like. Well, we all now the have two. Yeah, well, we have two trailers because one dropped today as well. Oh, uh, yeah. Was that the one with like Zoe and. Yeah, Robert had Pattinson Zoe... just seemed like so unenthusiastic in that. <laughs> a friend of mine was like, Yeah, Robert, you, you shouldn't sound like you're reading something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Aren't you an actor? Like, come on, Robert. Come on, Robert. Um, oh, Zoe man. seemed like she was excited, but Robert was just like, uh, I was like, yeah. I mean, yeah. he could, does sign a kind of like Bruce Wayne would do that too, but I guess. But um, I, I did wanted to highlight some names that are actually being uh, featured in okay. fandom here. Uh, all Batman related, of course. This is a Batman podcast. Um, Matt Reeves, of course, is going to be there. We all know this. You know, he's probably going to have the same kind of scenario that he did with. Uh, probably close the, the show. The, yeah, close the show. And even this, the trailer today, like it ended with. And be the first to exclusively watch the second Batman trailer. Like, you know, they're probably going to end the show on that again. Mm -hmm. uh, so Matt Reeves is going to be there. But speaking of Matt Reeves, J.J. Abrams and Bruce Tim are going to be there. Of course, they are oh. all being the producers of the animated Batman series that is coming out. But there's still a lot of people that may assume that Abrams may be announcing something that he is finally going to be doing within the DCEU. Yeah. So whether that be something connected to the DCU or not, he still has ties to everything of HBO Max right now with the Justice League Dark and the Superman show, but we'll see what happens. So there's those three. Um, one that I didn't notice until the third time watching this thing because th it went pretty fast. I had to like yeah. pause and look at everything. I'm actually looking at somebody who actually screenshotted everybody's name. Um, of course, we just talked about game James Gunn a little bit. He'll be talking about Peacemaker, but Todd McFarlane, is going to be there, which made me think. I think Robert Robert Pattinson's Batman is going to be a fandom exclusive Todd McFarlane toy hmm. this year. Maybe. I think he's going to announce something as far as like a new line for sure. Yeah. But, you know, just like San Diego Comic-Con has exclusives for pops and everything else, like mm -hmm. you have like your number one guy that is now dealing with everything when it comes to DC toy products and yeah. statues, he's going to announce something for sure. Yeah. I uh, just want to shout out uh, Todd McFarlane said he liked the Batman news weekly logo. So I uh, just going <laughs> to throw that out there. Um, but yeah, uh, it's gotta be toy related. And I have to say, this is the thing that sucks. I wish McFarlane would get into the statue game. Like, I'm not a big fan of opposable toys anymore. I loved them when I was a child. But now I'm just like, I want something that just sits there and looks cool. I, I think that he could actually do a really good job because, what was it, last year he mm. put out his Spawn statue and it yeah. made a million dollars in less than three days? Like, yeah. Well, I got my hands on that Target exclusive that the only reason I bought it, because it is opposable, like you can move it. But it comes with a hard cape, like oh, literally the, the 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 Batman, the, yeah, year two Batman, the graveyard scene. One, I was like, that would look great on a desk. And then two, like the the cape is hard to make it look like it's blowing in the wind. Yeah. And I was like, all right, that it looks like a statue, so I'll buy it just for that. I'll never have it in any other form or looking any other way. I'm just gonna have it like that. Um, 
And I might keep it in the box for a while just to keep it in the box for a while. Who knows? But nice. Because, uh, yeah, I'm kind of running out of space with this behemoth back here now. <laughs> so I don't really need another Batman statue hanging out somewhere. But for the most part, it does look pretty awesome. So, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if McFarlane says anything. The one thing I did notice is no Tom King in there. No uh, Tom King. Ridley is going to be here. Um, I did see Ridley up, up as as far as like comic book writers. And surprisingly... Scott Snyder's going to be here at Fandom. Yeah, I saw but that. But I, I think it's only because, and he has the given game. them, he's given them a lot of praise. It's mm-hmm. because of Gotham Knights. Yeah, he he has said that they have done an excellent job with adapting the his story to Gotham Knights, and I do think that Gotham Knights will have a release date on Fandom. Like the day of Fandom, they will re- have an actual release date. For the game yeah i'm calling the release date's gonna be in may and then it's gonna get pushed back to september that's what i'm calling you think it's gonna get pushed back again yeah yeah no way yeah i Dude, games never come out when they make release dates any nowadays see i i don't see i'm not as bold as to say that it'll come out spring 2022 mm-hmm. i almost want to say that it'll go December of this year. You think it's going to come out that soon? I think so. No. And the reason why, and the reason why, the only reason why, to be completely honest, I have not been this in tune with like video game releases. But they pushed it back to 2022 though. You think it's going to come out before schedule? Did they release it to 2022? Did they for sure say 2022? They pushed them back. Yeah. Oh shit. I, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Well, maybe I haven't been too in tone with with yeah. game releases then. I was gonna say they because them the, both back. and the reason why the reason why i don't say it'll be in 2022 of spring mm-hmm. is you have a lot of heavy hitters in spring of 2022 you have uh horizon zero dawn uh forbidden west you have everything you have, that got delayed this year <laughs> yeah you basically yeah all of the big triple a games that were that were supposed to be like freaking gangbusters for 2021 have been pushed to spring of 2022 yeah and gotham knights will not last like as much as i love batman as much as i love the plans for what gotham knights could be i think you have to push it to either early 2022 like january Mm -hmm. or do it right before summer i have a feeling some of these game companies are waiting for everybody to be able to buy a fucking PS5. Because there's still, you still cannot find a PS5 in stores. And we're approaching a year. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if some of them are like, yo, we're going to push back because we want as many people to buy this fucking game as possible. So, and it's funny because a lot of people are probably like, I'm just going to switch to PC and play it. I'm like, yeah, try try getting a good graphics card. Uh, you know these days holy Um, shit yeah um but yeah so i'm excited to see the gaming stuff if you did see the trailer from today it did have some gaming content in it yeah i think it had like the bat family running up like an exploding bridge or something like that and then Mm -hmm. the suicide squad like shooting up some stuff um so yeah it's gonna look pretty interesting i'm excited to see all the other trailers and what we're gonna get um but yeah, man, like I'm excited. I you want to know what? Uh, well, I mean, 
I'll make this joke now, but I'm hoping we get an announcement of the cancellation of Titans. Like that would be awesome. Um, but <laughs> but let's talk about another series that's going to be coming out on YouTube. Uh, oh, yeah. This is called. So we've been talking about this on and off. We don't read it and we don't cover it on the on the podcast, which maybe we should. But uh, we've talked about how Webtoons partnered with DC, and one of their first books is called Wayne Family Adventures. I believe that's what it's called, right? Yes. And this is surprisingly getting a mini series on YouTube, and I was like. So you sent me the you sent me a TikTok of it today. I had already knew this information and I was going to bring it up on the podcast today, but I was shocked to see the actual casting for this because I thought it because the one thing I saw first was the YouTube channel that's going to be making it is Ismahawk. And they have done a lot of like superhero battles and they've done other stuff. It's funny because these were <laughs> I've told this story before on the podcast. This was the people that I thought the guy I met at Comic-Con, and he got really pissed when I mentioned that, this oh, name. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ismahawk was not the guy. But I was like, oh, you're Ismahawk. And the guy was like, no. He, it was another battle. Uh, I know exactly. Superhero which, battle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I knew uh, exactly YouTube channel. I'll, ju- I'll just say that. And uh, so anyways... It's cool to see that Eastmahawk is getting this is pretty big for a yeah, YouTube channel. Yeah, it is. So it looks like the, that team is going to be directing this because he usually plays Nightwing. And there is a another female cosplayer that usually plays Barbara. But they got fucking the chick from all that to be fucking Barbara. Yeah. And we're going with an Asian Dick Grayson, it looks like, right? Yeah, and I'm actually super excited about some of these cast members because they are canonically uh, former Power Rangers that Ooh. are uh, playing some of these uh, characters. So Nightwing is the Blue Ranger from, I believe, Dino Charge of Power Rangers. And uh, the person playing Red Hood and the person playing uh, Stephanie mm-hmm. are from a... Uh, Power Rangers series called Hyperforce. And the really cool thing about that is Hyperforce was literally a D&D Power Rangers scenario game that they played on Twitch. Oh, wow. But Boom Studios, the comic book that was creating Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, um, had a big event where like all the Power Rangers from every series were coming together to fight one villain. They made them like debut in the comic. So mm-hmm. their characters, they were playing like role playing on Twitch, actually got to be drawn out into the comic. That's pretty and cool. And had several issues where they were like prominent characters. So uh I thought that was really cool that uh that they actually are gonna be a part of this project. I'm definitely gonna be watching this. Yeah. I'm gonna be surprised as of like how long are these productions gonna be? Do you think it's gonna be like a like two to five minute type thing or i mean how, how do you DC think it's gonna behind go behind it i'm shooting 10 to 20 minutes um and i don't know how many episodes it's gonna be i don't think you get a cast like this together and not do multiple it's a miniseries yeah. Yeah. uh i don't think it said how many episodes it's gonna be but if you go check out uh Ismahawk's channel those boss fights they used to do because they would do cutscenes too like it would have dick grayson like working out in his in his like penthouse or whatever and he'd yeah. be talking to barbara 
And he goes and he fights like Deathstroke. And like, yeah. that's one of the big fights they have. And those videos, I want to say, are like eight to 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you're hiring like real actors now, like you can actually have dialogue and scenes and shit like that. And then I'm pretty sure they're going to really want to focus on the fighting. Um, yeah, man, just seeing just seeing the trailer from like what you showed already more exciting than Titans. So like, <laughs> bam, um, I, I'm excited for this miniseries. And excited. it looks like I'm, like we're going to be shitting a lot on Titans. Um, <laughs> if <laughs> Wayne, you can't tell. If Wayne Family Adventures tell. looks like it's going to have a more uh, comic book accurate uh, Nightwing anyway. So yeah, really, really yeah. excited about it. Yeah, for sure. Let's just get into fucking Titans. Like, god damn it. Um, so I watched this about two or three hours ago. I think it's it almost put me to sleep. I think that's why I took a nap. <laughs> um but I said when I was covering Gotham, and I'm gonna and I think I've said this about Titans as well, but when I used to cover Gotham, I would always say that Gotham did not know what fucking tone it wanted. Like, are you going to be a super dark show? Or are you going to be, like, campy? Like, what are you going to fucking be? Um, and they never really picked up on that. And some people were like, well, it goes between the characters. And, like, yes, characters can be a certain way. But the show should always stay, like, should have a certain tone. And you just have that one character that is acting weird or whatever. But it's kind of, again, how Marvel does it, where everybody's funny. That doesn't work. Um, Titans doesn't know what fucking tone it wants because and that is so evident from the way this fucking episode opened up with this fucking upbeat montage of scarecrow shaving his beard and fucking going through the back cave and clay what did i fucking tell you i fucking hate it i fucking hate it no and like again people may get mad at us for having a preconceived notion of how we're going to depict this show before we even watch an episode. But it's the show itself that has made that happen. Mm -hmm. You know? So, as soon as I see him in the Batcave, because you first see him, like, throwing all these fucking briefcases all over the fucking floor, and he, like, opens one, and, like, something is, like, super shiny all in his face or whatever. And I'm like, even if he fucking, like, at that point, I was like, I don't even fucking care if he gets the mask. He's going to look stupid anyway. Like, it's still going to be that same ass actor. He's going to have the same shitty ass dialogue. He's going to have the same mannerisms. I don't even fucking care if he grabs the mask because he's still going to be stupid. And then he looks at the fucking mask. And then he closes the fucking thing. And I'm like, I told you, fuck you. I, like, I was just like, you. fuck you. And it and plays out even more when oh, we get to the end of the episode. I hated, I hated that whole, th- they are trying to, they saw, do you know what they, do you know what happened? HBO Max saw the success of Joker and they're like, I think we could do that with, with Scarecrow yeah, in, no. in, in this series. And we can make it like I'm sure we can finally we we could probably do a spinoff show of Scarecrow probably like that's what they are probably thinking yeah it's this guy sucks balls I'm sorry he's <laughs> like he he just I I hate this actor like I don't even want to watch like there was a time that I actually wanted to watch um freaking what was that show on AMC 
that he's that he's from. Uh, Is the, he a part of something? Yeah, no, he's a part of uh, the fucking news uh, thing with. Uh, oh, um, fucking Mad Men. Mad Men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's a part of Mad Men. Oh, and, and like Abby, watched, like we watched the first episode together and she's like, oh, well, you work all the time. So I'm just going to watch it whenever <laughs> and so she she watched like three seasons in like freaking four days or something it was insane Fuck. and i was like you know what that'll be your show it's fine yeah and she was not happy with the ending but whatever Oof. and for me i was like after after seeing this guy in this show i was like no never watched Mad Men. yeah Mm-mm, not doing it yeah i mean i just think it's because it's scarecrow like i've never heard of this guy before and i'm like maybe he's good in something else but what just, the fuck is up with bruce wayne having swords and guns in the Batcave? so i will say to well the swords you're really concerned about the swords like he's like, a master it, swordsman yeah, but it was just weird. Like, I don't know. I, I guess I was just really pissed off at, like, Scarecrow. So yeah. then I was fucking just looking at everything. I was like, That's yeah, yeah. Uh, well, so I can I can understand the swords because, again, like, there's canonically, like, reasoning. Behind well, they train with being, them, too. That's why. Yeah. yeah. Um, the guns also, too. I think those are usually, like, Batman. You know, he modifies guns to, like, shoot his gas canisters or whatever. Now, I understand that they look like hardcore AFR, like, a fucking whatever. A- it looked AR like an armor. So I was just yeah, like, uh, yeah. you know. And I think it's just kind of, you know, he's used gu- It's kind of like Zack Snyder, right? All of the things he did in Batman v Superman were to fucking shoot the kryptonite or to do whatever. Yeah. I... I I am chalking that as much as I would love to shit on this show as much as is possible. I've seen Batman modify things in comics or whatever. He just, he doesn't use them the way he doesn't use those things to kill. Right? Like that's just his thing. He still yeah. uses sharp weapons, batarangs, and nobody time. That's a knife. You know what I mean? Still can be very deadly, but he, the way he uses things is not to kill. So I didn't have a big issue with that, but you want to know something stupid. And I, I will call myself out when I do. And when I am super nitpicky, but this is a production thing. When fucking Crane opened the hard case for to see whatever the fuck was inside, it was so fucking flimsy. Oh. And I was all like, have you never opened one of those hard cases? They're literally with they're so strong that you can run them over. I have one at my feet for my microphones. They are fucking sturdy as fuck. And this and thing it's was top like heavy, carpet. right? Yeah. Like, so like when he heavy. opens it, it would have been like it would have yeah. like been stiff as hell. Yeah. And I was just like, bro, like, what are y'all doing over there? Because that production company could have easily taken the camera boxes that they use for their cameras and use those. Yeah. And they're using some flimsy ass one over here. That's just a stupid nitpick. And I'm calling myself out on that. But I was just like, come on, come on. Production team can't even do this well. Anyways, um, that was just the first fucking two or three minutes of this episode. And then Scarecrow's over there having a great time. And he's like, computer, which blows. I'm assuming Jason, I, I'm just headcanoning this. Jason had to have gotten Scarecrow Access. voice activation. Yeah. Yeah. Because he shouldn't be able to do that. But it is what it is. That's what I'm just going to say. Um, and then he starts listening to Batman's like assessment of him. And yeah. we know that it, it's not done very well in the show. But we know he's obsessed what he what people think of him. Like, it's not done very well, but that's what happens. And 
fucking he's over here uh doing like listening to this shit and batman's all like what i know of everything is scarecrow is the the villain and jonathan crane is like a coward and and so that pisses off crane right and the moment i heard that i was like oh my theory of like he doesn't need the mask anymore right there and yep. i was like i knew this was gonna be a fucking thing because i was hoping i he saw the mask right and so throughout the whole episode i was like please just say he needs the mask and he puts it on at the end of the episode it might redeem some shit no no, no. we'll get to that but like he's just like oh i can't do this then he runs over my by the way he looks stupider without a beard. In this, okay, he looks stupid without the beard, but then he's wearing Bruce Wayne's clothing yeah, that is like, like 17 times larger than he is. Yeah. Like it's it looks so stupid and I don't understand who is in charge of directing or freaking costume design. Like nothing like there there are things that look good in this show. Yeah. And then there's some things that just make this show CW fucking quality. Yeah. The suit would have made sense if it was like Ben Affleck who played Batman. But we've seen Batman in this show and he's not built at all. No. So him and Scarecrow have a very similar body type. So yeah, I didn't understand why it was so like two or three size bigger than he was. Like it didn't make that much sense. Um so yeah, that was kind of dumb. Then he runs into Jason, who looks like he's trying to just have a nap, and he's all like, "Get up, Jason! You know what's wrong with you is nobody cares." Blah, 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 You're blah, afraid, blah. like yeah. basically projecting everything that Bruce had just said onto Jason. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just, just like, like bad this parent is, does to their kids. This is really fucking on the nose, and it's stupid. Like I hated it. Yeah. So there's that bullshit, and then I think what. Did that jump to Nightwing and fucking Superboy? You know, Superboy? Yeah. With Having the, video the most of... generic fucking conversation of like, I should be out there to help you, man. I'm stronger than you and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, this. why do I feel like I've heard this conversation a billion times? Um, and, and, then, and of course, you have the stereotypical like Superboy, of course, in love with Blackfire. Yeah. She got shot. We need to go save her. We need to go find them. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay. We get it. Like, yeah. And it's very unfortunate that for some reason, the, uh, it's it's so frustrating because they, and even today, uh, it wasn't today, sorry, yesterday, this happened. I think it was HBO Max was like, oh, like, I forgot exactly the exact wording of the tweet, but they said something about, a better new Batman. And then mm-hmm. Titans tweeted out a gif of this Nightwing. And I'm All like, right. guys, please don't fucking be setting up for him to be Batman because he's already getting the tropes of Batman. This mm-hmm. whole like, oh, well, you guys can't help me because I have to do it alone. That's very yeah. much a Batman thing. Yeah. And it's just, like, I mean, if they make him Batman, it would be understandable. But like, again, we've talked about this. This won't be a Titans show anymore. No. No, so, not at all. Anyway, so there's that weird spat. And then, like, I, uh, okay, I called this out last week. So just to show that we are an honest podcast and we don't just shit on shows to shit on shows, um, they really put it out there in this episode that, like, oh, phone, uh, phone lines are down, internet's down. I was like, okay, so Donna couldn't call. I made that joke last week. I was like, why the yeah. fuck didn't she just call? 
So she still could have fucking ran from Themyscira to there. It doesn't make that doesn't make sense. Yeah. But she couldn't call because the internet and everything's down. So I just want to point that out. They did say that everything's down, so she couldn't call. And that also kind of gave the reason for her fucking arc, I guess. I mean, she has super speed. She could have ran through all of Gotham. I feel like she could have found them. <laughs> but um, anyways, so yeah, we it's everybody's kind of split up. We don't see Starfire at all in this episode. But well, we do we, see her in we, this episode. Blackfire, I meant. Um, yeah. But we see Starfire going around, and she comes across a woman and a baby. And she was like, "I had your, I saw your baby in a vision, and I need to talk to you." And I'm like, "When?" I was like, that's, "I remember seeing the store." No, 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 no. So when you were like, "Oh, you remember the George Lopez baby head?" That's the baby, and the baby. Oh, that wasn't Starfire. Yes, that wasn't Starfire. <laughs> But they played it. They played it to be like it was. Damn. And the and the woman that was in the wait, like, but that stands, baby was in a bassinet. Yes. So here is here is the we're gonna fast forward through Starfire story right now oh because this God. is how stupid this is. Okay. So her vision, what baby three episode head. three or four episodes ago, had her see this baby. On yeah. the stage, and then the mother was in the seats, or was in the was in the audience, mm-hmm. and she's like, "My baby." Coincidentally, she sees them in this store that she, you know, ended up being in front of when she finally woke up on that episode. Yeah. Now she's there in this episode. She goes in. She sees this woman, her baby. They're struggling to pay for medicine, medicine or whatever. The next thing you know, they're in the alley. She actually, I guess, stole and or convinced the uh, the store to get that. Yeah, the clerk to get that medicine for her. And this woman apparently owes money to this dude. Random dude. No name given, whatever. He then, of course, Starfire being the hero, quote unquote, that she is. You know, she gets in front of him. Hey, nobody has to die today. You know, we'll we'll get you what you need, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, well, I guess I'm going to have to shoot somebody today. And he's like, to get my money. And I'm like, the woman that just said she could get you the money, you're going to shoot. Yeah. And so. But he did say he drank the water. So just going to throw that out there. Yes. But you're telling me that she had a vision of this woman, of this baby, of this store, only because the writing needed it to happen in order for her to get shot, to get traumatized, to have a flashback of her childhood, of the day she was born. Yeah. To find out that she never had the powers that she has had all this time. Yeah. That they were actually Blackfire's powers. That were transferred to her. Yeah. And then now she's like, oh, well, the powers that Blackfire stole from me were never actually mine. They were actually hers. So, like, now I have new powers. And yeah, I'm and like, blue. And, and I'm, I'm sorry. If this woman was important, if she had some sort of history with Blackfire, if she was actually like Tamaranian or something, I yeah. could understand the visions. But you're telling me the only reason why she was having visions was for the fact that she needed to get shot in order to have that, like, realization? Yeah. It's stupid. 
It doesn't yeah. make no damn sense. It was it was so convoluted, and I was like, "That's what you've been like." Put and why did I mean this? Yeah, this is some fucking freaking uh uh what happened last time with the freaking batman comic uh ghostmaker freaking oh i knew scarecrow before he was even scarecrow oh like, yeah that's that's what this shit is it was it was just so convoluted and like i said i haven't given a fuck about the starfire storyline and is she gonna have blue fire now like because she's always had orange fire but yeah. like is this even comic book accurate or is this for the show i think it's for the show that's never yeah. happened before so, like, that was just weird and dumb. And, like, yeah, like, oh, yeah, my powers got healed. Um, yeah, I don't know. Fuck the Starfire storyline. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, and what, is Blackfire going to be the main villain next year? Because that's going to be garbage. Yeah. Um, or is this going to bring them closer together? Like, I'm so sorry. I stole your powers. Like, I understand why you're so bitter. Like They were never mine to begin with. So yeah. I'm so glad that you have what's rightfully yours. And if they do do that, her whole demeanor during that whole when she got her powers back would make no no sense. sense yeah um so yeah fuck the starfire storyline now let's jump over to the fucking tim drake just just so happening to see diana now was she able to find him so i like, think so so he was just outside of course because he let himself out of the hospital yeah which we don't and see. then and then just by happenstance of course he like looks the other he looks the other way and freaking donna is on top of this freaking parking lot yeah and he's like hold on what was that and he goes all the way up to the top of the parking lot and she's there and he's yeah. like oh hey what's up like so glad to see you you're alive yeah. what's up man it's just like i i understand happy coincidences right yeah but there is no reason for it. Not and at all. again, of course, you need certain things to happen in order for the show to progress. Mm -hmm. But the show and story would progress better, in my opinion, if you use the powers that you've already given Donna to find her team. Yeah. Well, what would have made even more sense was Donna met him in the other world uh she knew he was from gotham and she knew he had been shot if i'm not mistaken or she knew something was going on with him she could have just checked hospitals yeah and i don't even know if he said his name in the other world if he did then i, she would I know think to, she, yeah i think she knew his name was Tim. yeah then okay so then she could look for tim's in the database or whatever what the one thing that bothers me and doesn't make sense is why didn't she go to the Batcave? Because she would have found Crane and Red Hood, beat both of their asses, and this would have been over. Like, why don't you go to the Batcave? Like, why isn't that the first place you fucking go? And you can't tell me that they don't know about the Batcave because you showed it in season one. Yeah, where they're children. Yeah. Yeah. So that doesn't make sense. But yeah, so she can't find her team. I can understand not finding her team in the big city, but... Not going to the Batcave kind of throws me off. Uh, and then, yeah, she should have found Tim in the hospital. That would have made sense of him getting out of there. Uh, because she's like, we need to find my team. Like, can you get up? And he's like, yeah, yeah, let's go, let's go. Or I can help you because I got this fucking crazy own Batcave of my own. 
yeah. that my parents think we only store fucking rice in. Oh my god, I fucking hated that, <laughs> dude. Like, uh, so I, fast forwarding. I, I understand. I just want to say this because I know it sounds like we're very wishy washy on this. We both love the fact that Tim is basically the character that he is in the comics. Yeah. Yes, he's a little bit more of a fanboy here, I think. Mm-hmm. Because he's not completely obsessed with just Batman and Robin. He's obsessed with, like, everybody superhero-related. Yeah. But, like, him making his own Batcave that is a part of his family store, and they yeah. had nothing to, like, they didn't know anything about yeah. it. The That's a, they're, they're stretching massive. it. They're yeah. stretching it way too much to be like, come on, come on. Yeah. Dude. It is a massive fucking room. Like... There's no way the parents just think, how much rice do they fucking serve? Like, to think. And what, only fucking Drake is the one that handles the rice when it de- gets delivered and shit? Like, oh my, I, guess I got so. the rice. Like, eh, it was just dumb. And I, I get the joke and stuff, but, like, it's Gotham. You know how many abandoned buildings are in Gotham? Like, you could have just had him, like, oh, yeah, this place has been abandoned for years. Like, I have my own whatever, whatever here, you know what I mean? Run on generators. So, yeah, I don't know how he's the only one that doesn't have power. Like, I don't remember him hitting a generator. He just fucking flips a switch, and he yeah. his room has power. I'm just like, all right, my guy. Also, can we talk about how his parents are just okay? Yeah, like, no the, explanation yeah, whatsoever. The last time we fucking saw them, they were both dying from gunshot wounds, or they were both shot. Yeah. And now they just look fucking fine. And I'm just like, okay whatever and also i knew i knew as soon as like shit started to look bad like i was like they're gonna fucking do something with his brother because like at that random episode when he was introduced you Mm -hmm. see that like his stepbrother is like not a good guy like yeah he's he like something gang related or whatever Mm -hmm. and i'm like oh he's gonna get involved somehow and then lo and behold he's like oh yeah we got somebody on the inside of the gcpd I'm like, what? Yeah. He hasn't been around. Like, it's so dumb, dude. They introduce these characters for, like, no reason. Like, no development, anything like that. And then, on top of all of that, like, you know, there's this whole family squabble going on or whatever. And just fast forward to the ending of it. Diana is going to have to lead a bunch of randos. Donna, not Diana. Yeah, Donna, Donna, my bad. Um, The other Wonder Woman. I don't know, but, like... <laughs> Fucking uh, Donna is going to have to fucking lead a bunch of people to fight off the GCPD and like Scarecrow's people or whatever. I was trained to lead five people to fight 50 yeah. and 50 people yeah. to fight 500. I mean, and it's, I'm like, a, it's a Spartan reference. I get it's, it. It's it's yes. It's like Amazon's OK. We know you're a badass. But yeah. like those other five people were trained. Yeah. Those other 50 people we're trained yeah like and they're also amazons and they're <laughs> fucking badasses you know what i mean they're not jabronis on the street like come on yeah. but i get it it's supposed to build her up it's supposed it's supposed to be character development for her um but i think it would be better if she fucking found her team and became the leader of the titans because it seems like fucking nightwing is failing pretty hard yeah so, speaking of nightwing yeah the the whole story with him is he is trying to like he notices that like Red Hood and everybody is in the Batcave. Yeah. Like they do a broadcast and they're calling out Nightwing. And he's like, oh, I have to do this myself. And so he goes to Wayne Tech 
he goes to the actual building and he is trying to like hack into the system via Wayne tower. Mm-hmm. And then red hood is there. He's like, come on, Dick. You didn't think I didn't know that what you were trying to do. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck ever, you know, just move on with this conversation. And then Dick like finds this random safe. Yeah. Opens probably it. probably knew about and, it. And you see this green glow. I'm like, I know what that is. Yeah. Runs over to Superboy and Crypto, puts fucking kryptonite pixie dust on them, gets them immobilized for for however long he needs to because he's wanting to confront Red Hood. He wants yeah. to confront Jason. And so they do that. And before we get into like the huge confrontation between them, we see more uh, storyline between Beast Boy and Raven, which yeah. again... She is so fucking vanilla. She is just yeah. so fucking monotone. It's like, oh, well, like, and again, there's a fucking plot, like plot hole in this whole fucking thing because Beast Boy is like, oh, well, you know, I was doing some research and I heard this thing about like the Lazarus pits and blah, blah, blah. She f- somehow figures out how to read whatever language or whatever. And she's able to sense the Lazarus pit. They mm-hmm. go to the Lazarus pit. This is when the fight between Jason and Dick is like getting really heated. They're going yeah. blow for blow. And all of a sudden, this fucking angry mob shows up to like cheer on Jason. Yeah. They're like, Red Hood. Red While he's getting Hood, his ass Red beat. Hood. And so this guy finally pulls out a gun and starts shooting at Dick Grayson. Well, can I say something right here? He, they got the most incelly virgin white boy to be this kid. And he's yeah, he has like such he has such like a nasally voice. He's like, yeah, Red he's like, Hood, we Red did this Hood. for you, Red Hood. We did it for you, Red Hood. And I'm like, really? I was like, oh my god. These are the. I was like, that's a comics gate fucking milkshake kind of. We don't want women in the industry kind of guy that was over here fucking defending Red Hood. And I was just like, oh, oh my god. It's for you, Red Hood. We got it. And I was just like, wow. So, and um, yeah. Well, the reason why he's yelling this is because when he is shooting Nightwing, Nightwing is, is I didn't know that he had like legitimate, like bulletproof armor. It's not like freaking just a regular suit. It is armor. And yeah. these bullets are like bouncing off of him. And then one gets him in the neck. Yeah. And he starts to fall. And every the whole fucking crowd just starts to like kick him or whatever. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, Raven's like, Dick, he's in trouble. And like he's she starts to like manifest this thing. And then the, the you know, that ends. And yeah. we're gonna move on to Scarecrow. But before we move on to there, if she could notice, if she could feel other mm-hmm. members of the team, why was she like, Oh, do you know where any of these people are? Like, yeah, how how are we gonna find them? Yeah. Like, you knew where they were the entire time. So to play devil's advocate, I think the show has made it to where she feels Dick. That was, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, whoa. Uh, I mean, I don't know what her and Gar are up to, but um, I think she feels Grayson's energy when he's in trouble. 
because I think he was super depressed in season one, and that's when she finds him because like he's going through his whole fucking I'm an angsty teenager phase. Okay, so it's so, like, so it's all emo like emotion. Yeah, okay. yeah. So I I don't think she can sense where he is forever. Um, and maybe it's the same thing goes for Gar because we know Gar was in a troubled situation. So I think they have to be in a bad state of mind or even physical state to where she's able to sense them. So that's I'm gonna throw that out there. So I was like, okay, that's kind of whatever, but. It first of all, Grayson has to die, right? Like he got shot in the neck. That's one of the worst places you can get shot. I think I think they're gonna say he's gonna die, and then Raven and Beast were gonna throw him in the Lazarus pit. Yeah, because that's how they brought Jason back. Well, like because uh, I was not understanding the whole fucking point of like, oh, we found out how Jason is alive now. The yeah. Lazarus pit. Like he's alive. What matters? Like, like I know. Like I I was not understanding why they were so fixated on the fact that they were like that beast boy was doing research on how he was still alive and like, and like getting to this Lazarus bit. I was like, who fucking cares? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because I thought he was just trying to help Jason. I don't know how those two really coincide with each other. Yeah. And yeah. So it looks like Grayson's probably going to die. And honestly, I think he should because he got shot in the neck and he had no help. And Oh my God. And fucking, I love. I will say, I love how Red Hood fucking ran away, the opposite of being a hero, because those are the moments when heroes jump into action, and that's like when they run towards the fire, you know. And he was running yeah. away from the fire. I'm a bitch. I'm a bitch. And well, no, like, like it's, I I hate this again. It's I hate Jason. I hate the actor. I mm-hmm. hate the depiction of what they've created Red Hood to be in the show. But like, you had him like on his fucking knees begging to be a titan again Uh, i'll give up everything i'll tell you where crane is blah 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 blah. and then here he's like oh dick this you knew this is always how it was gonna end like you this is this is how you were gonna die i'm like bitch like what the fuck are you even talking about i you know how much i don't care about this show anymore i was hoping grayson was gonna pull the trigger because at this point, I don't care about the show. And I was like, I don't give a fuck about them being comic book accurate anymore because they've already fucked up too much. And at least it would be different. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, you know? <laughs> like, we complain about Batman shooting people. We're just like, fucking do it already. Yeah, Please. I was like, just, I don't, I hate Red that much. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, put a bullet in his brain. Like, who cares? Um, Because, to be honest, right? Like, he could have just did what he did to Dawn again right like maybe he pulls the trigger and it blows up a building in the area like yeah. you know he's like got you again you know uh which would have been probably better you know because then grayson's like oh fuck did i just kill a bunch of people you know what i mean um but yeah like again red hood is not redeemable so like if in the next two episodes if they're like you can come back to the family man we know you were a part of all this he's gotten people killed and he almost got Grayson killed. Like, it doesn't make any sense anymore. Like, he's not redeemable. He should die. And yeah. it's unfortunate because they're probably going to use the Lazarus Pit to bring back Dick Grayson. And then if Jason were to die, unless he explodes, I mean, they'll probably go pick up all the pieces. And they'll be like, oh, let's go put him in the Lazarus Pit. Um, I think Dick Grayson will destroy the Lazarus Pit. Yeah, I, I think that's going to happen, too. Um, because he'll probably know like oh batman would have destroyed this or whatever blah 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 um but yeah dude it's just so bad anyways let's jump to the ending 
because so in the middle in the middle of the show scarecrow orders pizza 25 dollar pizza apparently really expensive in gotham um orders 25 dollar pizza and he's like oh man let me go get uh let me go get my wallet and the guy's like oh yeah okay man and he turns his back because he has to obviously for this to happen scarecrow comes back in fucking hits him with a meat mallet and then he ties him up in the bat cave he's like oh i gotta show where you know I got to show that I can be Scarecrow. I like I could be just as good as Scarecrow or whatever, because he needs to be able to induce fear like Scarecrow can. And so he's like, what do you like worse? Do you like being burned by fire or do you want to be your face cut and all this shit? And then he, he bitches out and he can't do anything to the kid. And he's like, huddling under the table and he's like, oh, mommy was right. And I did can't you, did do you it. say that? Yeah. Why did you say that to me? And so, like, yeah, he's having this weird, like, hallucination of himself telling him that he's a coward and he sucks and he needs Scarecrow, all this shit. And so, eventually, he comes to the realization, like, it cuts away or whatever. And at the end, we see the Pizza Hut kid is all fucking cut open and his guts are out for some reason. And we're like, okay, I killed him. And he was all like, no more masks. And then he, he, we saw that. Like, the kid was still alive at the point. He's like, no more masks. And he's looking in the mirror of the Batcave. I thought he was looking at the mask. And I was like, why do you say no more masks? And I thought he was looking at the mask. But no, it insinuates he's going to cut himself all yeah. Joker style. And I'm like, don't tell me he's going to make a smiley face on his face. And then that fucking cuts to the end where Jason comes back all bitched out. And he got his ass kicked by Nightwing. And he's all terrified. And Crane's all like, Jason, uh... It's time you ditch the mask. I see that because uh, fucking he doesn't know that Nightwing beat the fucking mask off of him. Um, but he's like, yeah, you know, now we're in a time for no masks. And he comes out with the shittiest fucking scars in the on world. his forehead. Yeah, a little bit on his chin, another on his cheek. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, like. You couldn't have like cut out like more around your eyes or something like it. It was well, no, shit. like I, I genuinely thought that he was gonna like make his face look like a scarecrow. Yeah, and I was like, I mean, maybe, but like, just wear the fucking mask, you stupid piece of shit. Yeah, like God damn it, like I, it was so like I told you he wasn't gonna use the mask. I said that they were gonna go down to the Batcave and it was gonna be some bullshit. Where he was like, I don't need the mask anymore. They just drug it out way longer than it needed to be to get to that conclusion. Like, it's I knew that so was going to happen. Fucking stupid. And if you're listening to this podcast and be like, man, y'all bitch about a lot of stuff. As somebody who reads this, even as a comic book, like fucking, I don't want to say aficionado, but like we know a lot about comic books when it comes to Batman and stuff. Like, even being a knowledgeable comic book reader, I shouldn't be able to guess your fucking show. Like, I understand it. Some people will think about a show all day, every day, and, like, make up a better ending. I understand that. And we do this here on this podcast. But we think of shit we just would prefer. And and you can have speculation, and you may be able to get one thing right out of a season. Maybe. Yeah. You know? Just being like, oh, man, wouldn't that be cool if this happened? And it fucking yeah. happens, you're like, oh, shit. That's fucking awesome. Oh, my God. Like, this? Like, we should not be seeing the fucking grass grow and be like, ah, uh, like, 
we know exactly how this is gonna fucking go. Yeah. And then it comes out because again, like I made I made this joke last episode, but I'm like, you know what? They probably wasted all of their fucking budget on the last episode, and mm-hmm. it's gonna be great compared to everything else. At this point, I don't think it's possible to be good. Like, I yeah. genuinely don't think the ending of this season will be good at all. Yeah. Unless, I mean, I would still love for them to bring back fucking uh, Hawk somehow and him and Dick Great or him and Red Hood switch places. Um, that would be better because I don't want that kid on the show anymore. <laughs> but I actually at this point, like if if, you know, they have a great spectacular last episode and it says Titans finale series finale, I'd be like, yes, that was a great ending um, because fuck this show, man. Like, again, I wouldn't be watching this show if we didn't have this podcast. Uh, yeah no like and from what they are doing over at at hbo max like it looks like they are finally making hbo max a hub for like their like dceu content yeah and creating a multiverse for that i don't want this titans in that multiverse yeah, and I'm hoping that um, you know, they'll reboot it cuz we are going to get a red or that's the 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 rumor, that's the right? rumor. that we're going to get a Red Hood movie, which will probably be in the DCEU, so you wouldn't want Red Hood to be on this show anymore. And, you know, Doom Patrol is it still good? I haven't been watching it. So Oh, <laughs> oh no. Not Doom Patrol. Not I'm Doom just, Patrol. I'm just going to tell you right now. Guerrera was a zombie. And she ate ass. Ooh, interesting. <laughs> Maybe I will watch Doom Patrol. I gotta catch up on this show. I will. Like that is that is genuinely Doom Patrol is Doom Patrol. Like mm-hmm. I'm sorry, it just is. Yeah. Um, it's it's some people's favorite show. It's some people's least favorite show. I will say this: the show knows what it is, mm-hmm. and at some points, I'm like, oh no, this is like starting to get in like legends of tomorrow territory Mm -hmm. but a friend of mine did reassure me they're like hey legends of tomorrow has a very small box to play with because they're on primetime television Mm -hmm. doom patrols on hbo max that literally has zero boundaries so they can do whatever the fuck they want and i'm like okay i i can understand like them going a little too far sometimes but then they reel themselves back in with character development and good storytelling, unlike yeah. Titans. I actually never saw season two because I think that was right when HBO Max became a thing, right? Yeah. Season two. So I never watched it. I think I watched the first episode. So I need to go back and watch it. But yeah, um, I'm intrigued by season three now. Uh, so I'm going to go catch up. But uh, yeah, I the thing about Doom Patrol is, is it never felt like it belonged anywhere it always felt like it was its own thing. So, you know, I'm glad it doesn't feel like it ties to Titans and all this other shit. Although Gar was on Doom Patrol. Yeah, and and that's what I said. I said this on DC Alliance this week. Like, how the fuck do we get a better spinoff out of Doom Patrol than Titans is? Like, yeah. Doom, like Titans was supposed to be the flagship series mm-hmm. for HBO Max and its spinoffs, or even the DC Universe app and apps and its spinoffs. Like, it's so bad. Like, I don't understand how that happens. 
Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know if they have multiple fucking cooks in the kitchen or what the case is, but yeah, dude, it's just, I don't know. I, I don't know how you make this show, like, I just don't see how you get Batman wrong. Like, that blows my mind. It's so simple. Like, it's so simple, but I think everybody's trying to make like, oh, this needs to be a masterpiece and it needs to be this and that. And they just fucking ruin it. And it doesn't need to be this hard. And I will say that, um, what's his name? The the dude that plays Hawk was talking about how like, yeah, there was like, I guess his original contract had him signed on for a Hawk and Dove spinoff. And he was like, yeah, that's what we were supposed to do because there was too many characters on the show. Like you can't develop that many characters when there's so many. And maybe we need to get knocked down to like four characters and that's it yeah. because there is too many fucking people and maybe that develops better. Like I would think have Starfire fucking go back home, get her off of earth. Um, fucking maybe you keep Gar. I would want fucking Raven gone just cause she's so fucking mundane. Um, unless they're going to start having her do something else. And then maybe Superboy goes, does his own thing and we get a new member of the Titans. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kill Red Hood, of course. Um, but yeah, like I wouldn't mind it being Grayson, Donna, and then you have Tim Drake coming on as the new Robin and you still have Gar and Raven and he's just training these younger people and him and Donna are the main people. Like, yeah. Um, or switch out Donna for Dove, bring Dove back because I want to see more of her face. Um, but for the most part, yeah, dude, there's too many people in this show. And yeah, I don't know who the fuck they're going to fight next. I don't know what they're going to do because the way they portrayed Scarecrow here was fucking awful. And I don't... Fuck. You know it's going to be another Batman villain next year, next season. Oh, yeah, probably. And, yeah. Uh, you know, fucking Mad Hatter or some bullshit like that. So, um, yeah, I don't know. This show sucks. Uh, I... And it what sucks, too, is I think some of these actors are really good. And it's kind of like Gotham where they have good actors. They just have shitty people behind the scenes that don't know what they're writing, don't know what they should fucking be doing. And it's unfortunate because I think the dude as Grayson is cool, but the way they're portraying Grayson is garbage. Yeah. So um, it is what it is. Titan sucks. We got two more episodes and then we don't have to cover it anymore. Um, <laughs> so that'll be nice. But uh, yeah, that's it. So uh, we'll jump over to comics, which we only got really two comics for you guys. Well, before we do that, I uh -huh. actually want to let everybody know that Comicron usually the place to like see where all of the sales goes um we finally have numbers for dc oh wow yes starting in august we finally have numbers for uh d well actually what is this september no this is october September. yeah we just got these for august mm -hmm. so i want to let you guys know batman 89 issue number one mm-hmm how many units? Because, of course, this goes by units sold. Yeah. Not actual books, because the units sold is what the comic shops order. Yeah. How many units sold do you think Batman 89 got? That was already Tynan, right? <clears throat> no, no. Um, Batman 89 is the, oh, uh, the, the one based off the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 20,000. 135,000 copies. Fuck. Really? It is number two behind 
King Spawn, which was number one with 479,908. Damn. Almost half a million copies of King Spawn in August. But Batman 89, issue number one, 135,000 units sold. I wonder how well it did at the comic shops, though. I would like to know that as well. Batman issue 111 is right below that with 118,000 copies. Now, of course, issue 111 is probably like the first prelude to Mm -hmm. Fear State before um, uh, Alpha, which is sitting at number five with 98,000 units sold. Hmm. Now, the reason why I'm bringing all of these up, just wanted to let y'all know, Batman sells because it's Batman. Yeah. Not because, yes, the writer will sometimes boost it up. Sometimes the writer will actually lower it. But Batman is always going to sell. Batman is always going to be in your top 10 somewhere. So, with that being said, Joker sitting at number 11 at 78,000 copies sold. That's a tiny book. Uh, Batman Catwoman. Tom King, this is issue number six. 66,000 copies sold. Wow. He is actually... Now, it is this low genuinely because it's six issues in. It's a Mm -hmm. 12-issue maxi series. Issue four to six is usually where you see the biggest dips. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now, I will say the... Big dip that I was surprised at is not even Batman related. Um, Tom Taylor uh, from issue number one to issue number two of Superman, uh, Son of Kal-El, uh, mm-hmm. was actually like 30,000. And I was like, Damn. oh, shit, like that is not looking good for him. But um, keeping on the Batman look of things, Detective Comics is sitting at 57,000 copies. Mm. Um, I think Mariko Tamaki needs to really pick it up. I think that detective like everything batman related should be closer in the tens not not falling towards the 20s at all yeah usually like and i need to do a little bit more research and and i feel like i could do like a small little segment on this but like i need to see where batman was at his prime in Mm -hmm. selling and where uh what are the lowest because some of these books, I feel like, like even Mariko Tamaki, it's a decent story. And I think that the art has helped it a lot with Dan Mora. Yeah. But I think it could definitely be doing better. I genuinely think that Detective Comics could be sitting somewhere uh, in the freaking uh, 11 to 15 spot. That uh, Detective Comics right now is number 25 in the rankings. Hmm. It's 25th best sold. Nightwing is sitting at 32. I am Batman with uh, John Ridley is sitting at 34 with only 49,000 copies sold. Oof. Yeah. I think the, um, and all of those combined don't match like one of the top mangas. <laughs> yeah. No, so, not at all. Not yeah. like, and, and that's something to, to think about as well because i sent you that TikTok yesterday mm-hmm. about the the guy that has been reading comics for like 29 years yeah. and his opinion on how comics should be sold and similar to ours it's it's yeah and it's very similar to hey 
you don't necessarily have to sell it physically like that. You could still tell stories digitally, just like Shonen Jump does, just like manga yeah. does. But when it comes to physical releases that people would actually like be willing to purchase, you can do it like a, hey, we're going to do a six issue trade yeah. like every few months or so for certain characters, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he was saying just once a year, only for like solid stories. And that's yeah. what I think. Like, I mean, he, that person in that TikTok made a lot of sense. He was like, for people that don't read comics regularly, you don't know how much shit we have to sit through, like week to week. Like, it's about 90% of comics are shit, but that 10% is fucking glorious. Yeah. And uh, it's true. I mean, look at this podcast. Like, we shit on books all the time. And it's not just because we think we're super harsh. It's just, they're not good. Like yeah. some of them are not good. And we're not the only ones that think that this is some random dude on TikTok talking about it. Who's been reading comics longer than we've almost been alive. So yeah. like, you know, um, it's but, not just uh, us. Batman reptilian 34,000 units sold sitting at 73. Damn. That's crazy. Yeah, I just don't like, I don't know. Uh, I can't believe Joker's that high. And I think it's just because it's, joker yeah i don't think anybody's reading it and i think that like like right now we we have been loving catwoman mm -hmm. sitting at 83 right now with only thirty-two thousand units sold that's terrible that story is better than uh, pretty much all the batman books out yeah in my opinion and but there's a lot of rumors thinking that ram v is going to leave the book and that that book is going to be uh... well he's jumping to venom isn't he yeah yeah so yeah, that sucks. Um, good luck for the Venom people, though, because uh, Ram V is a good storyteller. Anyways, let's jump over to comics because we only got really two to talk about. Um, so we did have four books come out this week. Uh, one of them was Puzzle Box, and I have not read issue two because we didn't get issue two in our stuff, I think. No, we, we, we haven't been getting them for some reason, but also for people who still have the DC Universe Infinite app, it is a day to day and date release. So yeah. you will be getting Puzzle Box the same day it releases physically on the DC Universe Infinite app. So you could read it there. Yeah. Um, now, I also did not read Puzzle Box. Um, again, I've said this before. Rosenberg sometimes hits, sometimes he misses. There was a little bit of that story that was compelling, kind of. You know, the whole thing with Joker... Yeah. Like not telling the truth about his story of the of the whole birthday party. We were kind of having fun with it. But then you put the like non-linear storytelling as like the backup story. And it just mm. doesn't make sense for you to yeah, do that. Yeah, that's weird. So yeah. there was just some creative choices that I wasn't really loving in that series anyway. Mm -hmm. So like I would be totally down for like, I don't know, like probably won't be doing it for the podcast. But like when it finally releases as a whole reading it and then giving a general like oh, that story was all right or whatever yeah. you know yeah yeah because it might be one of those things you need to read all at once um so you told me you didn't read adventures or so did you even read arkham or you skipped that too i skipped that too i couldn't handle so the you arc. only read batman i only read batman okay. i will be reading um adventures later um but you can totally spoil it for me it's totally okay. fine so yeah, another book came out that was you. You said this was like a one shot for something, right? Or it doesn't seem like a one shot. It seems like it's going to be an ongoing. Uh, Arkham City, the yeah. the order. Yeah. Uh, no, it's. I thought that it was a tie in to Fear State. 
is it, what it sounded uh, like. Yes and no, really? Because, so it's dealing with this doctor that works at Arkham that is helping the GCPD round up everybody that escaped during A-Day. And I have to say that making this A-Day or whatever happen not in Batman comic books is the stupidest fucking choice. Whoever was in uh, indecision of that is that's fucking dumb. Because in so many Batman comics, they talk about A-Day. I don't even fucking know what A-Day is. And I know this was in like Infinite Frontier or whatever. I had to read like the main book, right? No, A-Day is the... Like, we saw it when like uh, Joker killed Bane. Like, that was A-Day. In that little fucking one-shot? Yeah. I don't think... No, they. it seems like they blew up Arkham. That didn't happen in that book. He just went to Bane and told him, like, I'm going to kill you. So so it did happen in that book. Uh-huh. But it also, like, it was shown in other books as well. So Suicide Squad. I know we fell off of, like, the very first issue, like, after mm-hmm. that very first issue. But that very first issue of Suicide Squad, the new revamped one with Peacekeeper or whatever, Peacemaker, yeah, he was there as well, and he was like actually trying to get like a security guard out or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, it's sh- it's showing that that day, yeah, was seen from different perspectives in different books, but that was a day, huh? Okay, well, they're making it out like the way they describe it and the way they talk about it mm-hmm. seems like a much bigger deal than what they actually presented to us as readers. Yeah, which is fucking terrible. Because they make it seem like it was, you know, fucking Endgame big. Or No Man's Land big. I was gonna... They're trying to make a No Man's Land type of storyline. But you did give... Like, you didn't give any context to that day. Yeah, and No Man's Land happened in the main Batman book. So... And it happened for several, like months (laughs) if i'm not mistaken it was like a whole year yeah it was like over a year because it was like catalyst to the no man's land like it was multiple things like multiple arcs that happened that were like all about the same fucking story which was crazy and it was that's when comic books were like really awesome great storytelling and other teams would jump on and they would keep fucking the story going that doesn't happen anymore Uh, but anyways this book isn't really anything like i was enjoying it at the start because i was like oh this is gonna be an interesting perspective of a doctor talking about the criminals and i was like this could be interesting and she was talking about like she was going in with the gcpd to like catch the criminals and like oh yeah this is how you got to treat him and you need to do this you need to do that but then after a while it started like they were like oh it's all about a day and it just starts introducing all of these characters and i'm just like I don't give a fuck about any of these characters. Like, what the hell? And then they went to the ten-eyed man and all this other crap. And then it turns out that this chick is actually hiding the ten-eyed man. And like, I was just, I just, I had to stop reading through it midway. I was like, I can't. I was like, I just, it lost me. Like, I don't care. And I just skimmed through it. And then yeah, she's like helping somebody that ripped a jaw off of somebody. And she's like, if I help one person, it's all worth it. And I'm just like, okay, crazy lady. Um, so yeah, that was that. Um, so 
it is what it is. It lost me. And I think that's uh, that's something to say about a book. You know, some people might enjoy that book, the hell out of it, but it wasn't me. So I stopped reading. But Batman Adventures, I will say, was still continuing the solidness of the storytelling here. Uh, we got a new player that I've never seen in the show before, but it was an old mare that was around when Batman first started. So we know that in previous issues, Batman or the mayor of Gotham died. Yes. And so there's a new mayoral seat available. So this old mayor came back and oh, he. Did, I don't know if like we like kept up with it, but like you do know the old mayor was like a part of the Court of Owls, right? Oh, was he? Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. So. Like he actually didn't die. He actually like was resurrected. Because oh, all shit. the other talons are usually resurrected, right? Uh-huh. Well, like there was a whole story of that. That's what the first arc of season two was. Oh, so, I didn't see that shit then. So, so yeah. yeah. So the mayor's dead still, technically. And uh, what ends up happening was Batman doesn't like this guy. And he's all. And so the cool thing about it is since he, he's doing a, an interview with um, uh, Gleason uh which is summer gleason which is one of the reporters and you know they're having a little chit chat and he's like i'm just ready to come back to gotham and blah 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 and all this jazz and he's like i miss gotham and essentially saying it looks like he's gonna run for mayor again and they're curious they're like why were you gone for 15 years like it doesn't make any sense and bat everybody's in the bat cave like barbara dick grayson everybody's in the bat cave alfred's there and um Everybody's like, he seems kind of like a good guy. Like, what's your deal with him? And Batman's like, let me tell you a story. And Alfred has this one joke. He's like giving Barbara some tea. And he's like, you might need this for this story. And like kind of saying like, it's going to be a long one. And they're like, oh God. And so he goes and we we go back to like year one of Batman. And he starts realizing like, oh, he's just beating up goons. Everybody kind of thought he was a myth still at this time. And... This guy, like, you know, was doing the whole politician thing where he started in, like, the city council, went up to be mayor, all this jazz. And he was saying, like, we don't need costume people, like, costume people, blah, blah, blah. Like, we got to get the GCPD back to being whatever. You know, same old, same old in Gotham. He ends up winning by a landslide. And he introduces a new, like, he calls it the M-Force. And it's just, like, the mayor force. And these guys are to take out villains and clean up the city and all this stuff and to catch Batman because they shouldn't, like, the GCPD is stretched thin and all this jazz. And what it is is this team is made up of, like, ex-military people that all have, like, shady records. And so Gordon's like, you got to know about this. Like, And it, it's still very fresh with Batman, so he's meeting him for the first time. And he's like, I think this is, like, against the law for me to do this, but, you know, it is what it is. And so he gives him the information. We may have got, like, in this book, the first like disappearing Batman act where he's like, what, you know, kind of situation going on there. And well, it turns out, of course, this mayor is shady. So like this M force was going around killing a bunch of gangsters and stuff and like just straight up massacring them. And what they were doing was taking the money and like saying like, oh, the gang spent it already. But like the force would take half and give the other half to the mayor and stuff. So that was what was happening. And Batman broke in this and took the money back and stuff like that. So the mayor was like, all right, well, we got to get this guy out of our way or we're not going to be able to continue operations. And it ends up setting, they set up Batman in his first trap. So like he ends up going to this like old police, uh, you know, jail or whatever. 
And it was a trap for him. And they're like, ha, we're going to go ahead and kill you. He, Of course, the mayor tries to get Batman on his side. He's like, you're very skilled. Like, why don't you join the mayor force? And he's like, no, no, thanks. And he's like, all right. Well, he was like, I was never here, guys. Take care of this. And of course, you know, Batman escapes like by doing some something with the electrical grid or some shit like that. Shocks everybody. And then he makes the like gas pop up. And there's all this smoke, I think, if I'm not mistaken, or the shadows or some shit like that. And he ends up uh, having everybody kill themselves in the crossfire or at least get shot in the crossfire. I don't know if they all died, but uh, they end up all shooting themselves uh, in this gas because they can't see. And there's like that stoic Batman in the gas shot, like or in oh, the yeah, smoke, yeah, yeah. which looks pretty cool. And then uh, Gleese or this dude is over there. The mayor is all like, oh, yeah, uh, we're good. Batman's dead. Of course, Batman comes crashing through the window and he's all like, I think you're celebrating a little too early. And he essentially threatens this guy uh, because he, Batman knows that he, like, there's no evidence or anybody to basically Connect. say the mayor was there, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah. So he threatens him and he's all like, leave, resign tonight. Um, he's like, you have no proof or whatever. And he was like, I'll make proof. Or, you know, essentially saying, I'll beat your ass if you don't fucking leave. And of course, the guy's scared. And he goes out, he makes a pro- he makes a deal with Batman saying like, I'll resign, but I got to do it my own way, essentially. And so he says that, People killed the M-Force in a trap, and he he's so emotionally distraught by it that he needs to take time away, and he's going to resign. So he gets out looking clean, and Batman's like, all right, at least he's fucking gone. Like, you know what I mean? So now he's coming back. And the question is, is there like, he was afraid of you then. Why is he not afraid of you now? And oh, so fuck. that's the next issue is like, why is he coming back? So it's a pretty good story. And like, I got to say, these comic book build up, like they introduced a new character in this fucking issue, gave him character development and gave him a story for the next issue. And I'm like, God, and they man, even so they even added a new character last issue with the muscle, which I yeah. really, really enjoyed. Like and they even showed that there was a small little plot piece in that last issue that they hadn't really like finished mm-hmm. by the end so you still know that the muscle is probably going to be coming back yeah like i like it's, re- <laughs> it's really really sad in my mind that batman the adventures continues is a better written story and of course it's paul dini god yeah. of writing batman at mm-hmm. this point um is is better than the main in continuity dc comics batman yeah is Paul Dini the god? I think he probably with all of the things that he has under his belt. That would be an interesting episode one day to see who are like the, to rate our top ten fucking Batman. What, what is what is the stereotypical question? What is your Mount Rushmore of Batman writers? Yeah, we could do a Mount Rushmore of Batman writers. Um, that would be interesting. Uh, as much as I love Tom King, I, I don't think I'd put him on there. Um, I don't think so either. But like, because. Do you does Alan Moore automatically get a seat? Because he he only did the Killing Joke. He did. But is it that iconic that you you have to put him on there? It really depends on your taste because you have to you have to ask yourself: Does Frank Miller automatically get a seat or a a spot in your Mount Rushmore because he's the one that changed the tone of Batman? Yeah, I mean, he. I feel like. I feel like Frank Miller, as much as I don't like his later works, did more for Batman than Alan Moore, yes. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but you also we I, I feel like you would really that is something I would love to talk to Tom King about because he's been reading comics for so long and obviously he writes them as well because you would have to put uh who's the writer that died a couple years back that was huge Neil something right was it no uh, no no uh years back um, he died like a couple years ago he uh, was doing the Green Lantern stuff I think and then he got sick and he passed away uh, uh, he was like fucking big into Batman like he was the reason like it wasn't Neil Adams but I think no, Neil no, no, Adams no. he might have been the writer for Neil Adams at oh, the no, time no, uh, oh shoot uh, I'm forgetting his name but he he died I'm pretty sure because uh, I know he was supposed to write an issue for Tom King but he got too sick Dan, Dan, Danny O'Neill yeah Danny O'Neill a lot of people say he changed the tone of Batman too yeah like he was a big reason why Batman got so popular like in the 70s or 80s so like after the campiness he died last year okay so i i feel like everything it, happened before covid yeah That's how i, I know i know for real so uh so yeah that maybe future episode maybe december when we get to december and it's those weird it's, yeah it starts times. to get less and less yeah. with with comic so, content yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll keep that on the back burner uh, bring it up to us in the comments if we forget about it. But uh, yeah, so that was Batman Adventures. I thought it was awesome. And then, of course, we got to move over to Batman 114. Um, I don't think this... I wasn't like, fuck this issue. Like, I was the last issue with Ghostmaker. But I literally read this today and kind of already forgot a lot of it. Um, <laughs> so I will I... say the art, amazing as always. There was a couple panels that I was not really like enjoying with this. Um, oh, really? Yeah, especially like there's one where like Simon Saint is like, I didn't like the goofy kill. Batman. You know, where he's like, uh huh, where he's shocked. Oh with yeah, his yeah, eyes, yeah, you know. No, like th- there's there's one point where like Simon Saint is like, uh, he's 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 taking the peaceful option off the table and like oh, he's like yeah. yelling and his eyes are bulging eyes out are and everything. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, but this okay so setting the tone this of course is the really it's the fight between um uh peacemaker peacekeeper, one, yeah uh peacemaker? yeah peacekeeper Keep, yeah peacekeeper one and peacekeeper x and again one thing that we keep saying that juice definitely keeps saying in this book batman is playing fourth fiddle mm-hmm. not first He's not the headliner. He's the triangle in the orchestra right yes. now. Yes. Like, because because there's a moment in this book where you like you open up with the fight between the two peacekeepers, right? Mm-hmm. And then Batman comes out of nowhere for like two panels. Yeah. And then they make it a point to be like, is Batman busy? And like they show him like off in the distance, like trying to fight off these other like freaking drones or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you keep the spotlight on the peacekeepers. This is a Batman book. I don't care about these characters. I don't like you need to make the story about Batman. Yeah. Just like in adventures, you introduce a new mayor character, but he had an involvement with Batman. And that's what made me interested in his character. Yeah. These two characters are fighting each other. Like Simon saying his own thing going on. doesn't make sense. And honestly, I'm looking at the free. I'm scrolling now. I just described to you the entire book. Yeah. That's the book. Like, yeah. the, there's nothing of like major detail or anything. Like, the only thing is the fact that like Scarecrow is the one that's influencing Peacekeeper One. 
Yeah. Like that is And have it. they explained how you can how he can do that? Did uh, no. correct me if I'm wrong, but did they ever say he got like Jarvis Tetch's stuff? No. Okay. Because if if they did say that, then that would make sense. Well, Tetch's like technology. They like they that. didn't explain it, mm-hmm. but they did explain in that one like memory of Ghostmaker. Uh-huh. Is that you would need them in a state of like control oh, yeah, like yeah. that. So you would assume, oh, he probably is taking over people's minds yeah. as well as using some sort of fear uh, injection of some sort. Yeah. So, so literally about like fucking 18 of the 24 pages or whatever in this book are just straight fighting of Peacekeeper and Peacekeeper X or whatever. Yeah. And uh, then- it starts off. Oh, you go for it? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's because yeah. I completely I was... forgot about the Miracle Molly stuff. Yeah, so Miracle Molly, here's the thing I'm going to say, right? Like, I think Miracle Molly has a great design. I know you say it's too futuristic for you or whatever. I think she has a great design. I like her, the way, at least the way Humanage draws her, because we had that Miracle Molly one shot that was awful. But it's the, the way same he... artist as that, uh, that Arkham. That oh, was that makes week. a lot of sense. Um, but anyways, I love the way she looks here. Um, but I also feel like Miracle Molly might be better if she wasn't a human. And like she was just a straight cyborg trying to have like real emotions. Like I think that would be a better story character than what she is right here. Um, that's just my take. Uh, if I were to rewrite her, I would make her a full born like full born cyborg. Like and she's trying to like, you know. She's essentially Pathfinder from Apex, trying to find her. Okay. Um, So anyways, she's trying to, like, get some stuff done and blah, blah, blah. Because, like, how much would... Again, like, how much would it be? Because here she's talking about how she's not... um, She's not mad at the people of Gotham. She's mad at the system that made them the way they are and shit like that. And she wants to destroy the system. How much of a better story would that be if it was a robot that understood that? Like... Yeah you know of the people are getting fucked over by the system um and like i'm i'm made to destroy these people that don't understand you know like i think that would be a better story but that's just me i'll rewrite her in the future um but like so there's all of that and then at the very end she's like because she knows what is gonna happen she knows what fucking scarecrow's trying to do so the very last panel is batman escapes this super explosion of all of these simon saint was like blow up all the drones and blow up peacekeeper x after like he got fucking destroyed yeah um and they're like you know this is gonna take out a whole like city block he's like it's worth it god damn it yeah it's like because he doesn't want batman to get the technology yeah and um and then we have like this like it's supposed to be this epic one panel page of her holding out doing the classic like come with me if you want to live uh stance and she's like, I know what Scarecrow's gonna do. Like, you gotta come with me. I will say the last page looks pretty awesome. That's usually supposed to be Batman in that stance. You know what yeah. I mean? And like, and I get it. They want to try to make Miracle Molly this badass character, but like we've said a million times during this fucking run, you haven't made me care for any of these fucking characters. And and that's the thing. Also, is you could have also in this type of scenario, like. You could have had a Barbara. You could have had a Dick Grayson. You could have had a Tim Drake. Like, we have not gotten anything from Miracle Molly. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. And Except for her knowing, like, everything about Bruce, like, immediately. And, but you can't assume, also, that 
everybody is reading the tie-ins. Yeah. So I'm I'm just because I saw Miracle Molly in the first issue, we all like that she appeared in. We didn't like that issue because it was kind of bullshit how she was just like, oh, I know everything about Batman. Oh, I know everything about Bruce Wayne. Oh, I know everything that there is to know about everything in Gotham. Like, Mm -hmm. like you, he is, we've said this before. He makes his characters too OP. Yeah. And it's, it's overcompensating for like, hey, this is a new character. You need to love her. Why? Because she's the best at everything. Yeah. Yeah. He, he uses the Dragon Ball Z formula for Batman and it doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. Like the no, only, it's it's not the great. Only character that could possibly work for it would be Superman, and I don't think it would work there either. So no, like, I don't think it would either. Yeah, and the, and but the problem with this is, is you can't expect me to love this character as much as you love this character. Yeah, because it's your creation, Tynan, and I understand that you want to share your creation with the world, mm-hmm. but again, it's this it's this weird obsession of like, Hey, all these characters that I know and love need to have the spotlight in a Batman book. No, they need a spotlight in their own book and Batman needs the spotlight in Batman's book. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, It's again, I don't, Batman has been fucking the fifth wheel throughout this whole Tynan series. Like during Joker war, Joker was the star. As much as we didn't like that series, Fucking, of course, he was trying to force feed us punchline as well. And I'm surprisingly, she's fallen off because he she's just been pushed to the back of books and like nobody yeah. knows what the fuck's happening with her. And um, I know she's getting a prime one statue. That's all I know, or one of those. And so she'll be around. Somebody else will probably write her a lot better. She essentially was just like, let's have her fight Harley Quinn like 50 times. Like, mm-hmm. that's what they did with her. And, you know, like... I don't know, man. It's it's just so weird that this was such a bad run. Like, and luckily it's coming to an end. Like we got two yeah, more and, months. And and after this issue, like again, we we have like you said, two more months. We that means we have what f- four issues of Batman, yeah. four almost five bunch of tie-ins too with the tie-ins as well. Yeah, like. His he should have he should have just left like yeah I'm like as as bad as that is to just be like hey no like I'm not gonna finish this like mm-hmm. I just need to leave that's what he, he should have left did. after Joker War like yeah. you know being like you top it off at a hundred you're good Joker's gone what's her name's in prison let somebody else take over after that um, but no we just kept going on he introduced all the anime characters or that was even before right because Ghostmaker was in Go- Joker War yeah yeah. Um, yeah, it was unfortunate. Like, I feel like had you had he not brought in all you could eliminate Miracle Molly, fucking Ghost Clown Hunter, and fucking I mean, maybe you can keep Miracle Molly because you could have made her bigger and got rid of Ghostmaker and Clown Hunter and just focused on making Harley Quinn a part of the Bat family. Like, because that's what he was trying to do he, at the start. He was writing Harley Quinn so good. Mm-hmm. And then he's just like, yeah, no. Like I'm yeah. just gonna I'm just gonna push her to the side as well. Yeah, he's like, I didn't create her. I can't make money off her. Like, yeah. why am I gonna keep giving money to Paul Dini? You know what I mean? Um, like, I don't know, man. He, I thought that's what he was trying to do. Like, I thought by the end of his fucking story, Harley Quinn was gonna be a full fledged member of the Bat Family, but he just kind of gave up on that. And I was just like, 
why dude like she sells fucking comics too you know what i mean like put her on the cover and like oh shit blah blah, blah you know um maybe she's not a joker but she's better than fucking miracle molly and all this i still can't believe miracle molly got like fucking 40 variants yeah like what was that um but yeah man like i don't know this was such a fucking depressing episode like <laughs> we've just been shitting on stuff this whole time now and I, we don't want to be say, no like, and and that's something as well because i i always feel bad for like like I could I can only imagine because I've said this before on on Ranger Alliance because I'm slowly starting to realize how much of a shit show uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers is mm -hmm. like it's horrible writing and yeah. it's it's just the way 90s television was back mm -hmm. in the day but like for here I can only imagine like a brand new Batman fan is jumping onto Batman News Weekly and he he just happens to read the most recent or listen to the most recent episode yeah. 108 oh wow oh oh okay <laughs> yeah. so i shouldn't uh, be watching or listening to any batman related stuff cool uh i guess i'll go be a superman fan i guess you're like yeah you know and then he and just starts reading bendis <laughs> let me start here <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. but i mean it's it's like that tiktok said though right like 90 percent of stuff we read in comics is pretty garbage but there's that 10% that will make you a fan for life. Yes. Right? And, you know, it's unfortunate. And we, I would love to sit here and slob on the knob of every Batman product and fucking story if it was good. But it, I'm just not built like that. I'm not built yeah. like somebody that can love everything. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, um, ne neither am I. And I will say this. Next week, there's going to be a lot more Batman content. And I think... As as much as we are like shitting all over this, n not next week, but the week after that, we're going to have all the information from fandom. Yeah. So we're going to have a lot to talk about. And there's probably going to be a lot of positive stuff. Yeah. Again, you can watch us separately on our separate streams that we're going to have. I'm going to have one for the GUA. Juice is going to have one for his own YouTube stream, probably streaming fandom. But I just wanted to let you guys know what we're going to be talking about next week when it comes to comics. Batman 89 number three is going to be coming out. Uh, Batman the Audio Adventures special number one. That's going to be so, interesting. So I think they may be either like actually like physically Batman. releasing what what the like episode was. Yeah. Into comic book form, maybe. And if, if you that's could read true, along, that'd be cool. If you could read along, that'd be cool. But like if it is the exact same thing, we would probably just say that and then yeah. refer to the last episode that we actually talked about it with. Yeah. But uh, Batman, the imposter, of course, that is the writer of the Batman with Matt Reeves. Yeah. Um, his uh, the writer for that script actually made a. Uh, a Batman book, you said you have already read it. Yeah, we will keep. Yeah we'll, yeah, we'll we'll talk about it more. Um Batman Urban Legends, uh, Future State Gotham. Uh, we haven't been reading the Harley Quinn animated series, uh, but I I will say this. You've probably already read it. It got spoiled for me. I know what, what happens in Strange Adventures. Oh, really? I haven't read it yet. Okay. So. Um, I got it spoiled, but hopefully by the time I read it, this upcoming week mm -hmm. you know i'll probably forget about it and then read it and be like oh shit um 
but Strange Adventures comes out, we usually talk about that because we somebody talk in your group spoil it or what? Uh, a, f- a friend of mine did, yeah. Oh man, um, that's when you cut your friends out of your life. Sorry, <laughs> you know, spoilers. That's a cardinal sin right there. And then uh, that's pretty much it because we, I mean, we've kind of dropped off Joker. Yeah, fuck Joker. But but I mean, apparently that's still gonna be a thing after Tynan leaves. It's so weird. Um, it, it's not a Joker book. It's not. It's everything it, but. It's essentially what Batman is right now. It's everybody yeah. else but Joker. They just throw Joker in there for like a panel or two, and then he's out. Yeah. Like so, hopefully we will be a little bit more positive next episode. Um, we have the next episode Titans, of Titans though. to <laughs> talk about. So. <laughs> Well, you know, uh, we'll see. We'll definitely yeah. see. But anyways, Clay, what do you got up for the week, man? Uh, so uh, this well, actually, by the time we're recording this Thursday, uh, by the time it releases, uh, you guys should check out Star Wars Alliance. I just recorded an episode uh, earlier this week uh, talking about uh, all of the Star Wars news and talking about the uh, Knights of the Old Republic remake that is that is happening um, some announcements for books just came out that we will be talking about next week. Um, but the next big thing we will be talking about as far as my other podcast goes will be on DC Alliance. We're going to be making uh, our assumptions on we're, we're, we're I think we're going to be talking about three predictions that we think are going to be announced at DC fandom that of course haven't hasn't been officially announced. We're mm. just making crazy assumptions. Um but also, we do review Doom Patrol, so oh, nice. um, it has been crazy. So, like I said, like just watch that last episode. You will be like, "What the fuck is this show that I'm watching?" <laughs> but also, thank God, this is the good show when it comes to DC content over at HBO Max. Um, but yeah, that's basically really it right now. Um, there's gonna be a lull when it comes to DC news, just because Phantom is coming out. Yeah, and I will warn everybody: last year. Like an hour before fandom started, like like freaking uh, trailers started to leak and stuff. Be patient. Just just wait for the actual stream. It makes yeah. It if you want to come hang out in our stream, either of our streams, definitely come do that. Yours is gonna have multiple people, right? Yes, we're kind of making it like a big like reaction thing. Yeah. yeah. So uh, if you just want uh, Juice reacting by himself, definitely come by my stream or go check out uh, Clay's stream as well um and then we'll do that but yeah definitely come hang out with us and then just you'll see me reacting to it if you are gonna watch it on your own what i'm most likely gonna do is record the whole fucking thing or what i did last year was i recorded right before the trailer started did my reactions and then posted them on fucking my reaction channel so i'll probably do that over the weekend it'll just be a bunch of reactions um if unless i can find out a way to edit them while i record which would be crazy but anyways uh as for me definitely go check out my reaction channel or my gaming channel if you guys are listening to this on youtube all of our links are in the description of the stuff by the way clay uh i don't know if you want to update your stuff i know you probably have everything on the you probably have everything on your link tree but if you go look at it i changed the way mine are listed so they look different it's easier to just click on what a person wants now since we have more space um so if you got a new one of those i could put it in there but all of our links are there uh clay's does have a, a link tree and so, yeah, definitely go follow my stuff. I've been doing more commentary-style videos on my reaction channel. I would love to get your guys' feedbacks. Go watch those. Let me know what you think in the comments section. And same thing goes for the gaming stuff. Um, my PlayStation died. We all know that last week. 
So I, yeah, I haven't got the box yet. I just, I called them on Monday and I just got the email today that it shipped. So I might not even get the box until Monday again. So I'm like, fuck. And then it'll probably take like three or five days to get over there. And then they work up to it up to 20 to 30 day business days. Jesus. So Yeah. So uh, Deathloop is going to be gone out of everybody's mind by the time I get my shit back. So that's going to <laughs> Everybody's going to be like, oh, yeah, I remember that game. Yeah, cool. that, game, well, that game came out like two years ago, right? Like that's how I, the gaming world is, you know. Um, but anyways, also, by the way, if you just want some interesting information, Go check out all the Twitch leaks that happened because goddamn, that was fucking interesting. <laughs> that was wild. Yeah, but I want to say I respect the Twitch community for using it as content and jokes. Like, yes. literally, yeah. like Ludwig was talking to like Mizkiff and he was all like, number 23, don't speak until you're spoken to, number 23. Like, <laughs> and so like they're shitting on each other about how much they make. And I, I think that's the way some of these situations just need to be handled. So that's pretty fun. Go check that out if you want some random not Batman content. But that's going to be it, ladies and gentlemen. As always, he is Fanboy Clay. I am Juice Wayne. And remember, Batman is awesome. Batman!